Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank, with your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George, from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who were Let's Get To It. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we are talking about whether physical artwork, physical artwork can be fully transformed into NFTs. So we'll get into that. We got some news items surrounding that, but it's been, uh, we've been derelict. Andrew, we took off a week. We usually are pretty like rise and grind on this thing. I know, I know. It, we did take up a bit more time than usual. So we still get a lot of headlines, a lot. Sorry, can you check your audio? All right. So I actually like, I've been real quiet on the wallet front. I put in a couple, you know, trying to auction, auction bid on a couple of things, but nothing, uh, nothing has landed recently. Been quiet on my wallet for a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, it's been quiet out there. I've been, I, I've been doing some very non-affordable things recently. Um, <laughs> um, looking ahead to, to, uh, a project that's releasing in Mexico city from, from a bunch of uh, art blocks uh, artists including snow pro so i've been looking ahead to that one and getting ready um but it's definitely not not affordable at all so i'm not going to get into it too much here um, there we go but, if you want to see more go track them down at random.e right <laughs> yeah but it, it is an exciting project they're gonna bring 10 artists together to do a big project in mexico city as part of bright moments a uh, a gallery um based in LA, but they've done projects in New York, Berlin, uh, London, and then Mexico City is their, their next city here. So it is, it's pretty exciting how they are getting more uh, buy-in kind of from, from some of the bigger artists in the space. Yeah, I like, I like that sort of trend of pulling together existing artists and giving them exposure and rallying them around different collections. Um, and it's becoming seemingly like impressively prevalent given the down market right now. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's, it's it's picking up a bit, I think. You know, it hasn't been as uh, only down. It's moving sideways, maybe. Some big purchases. Well, let's cover what's going on in the news, and maybe we'll we'll see where the the puck is headed. Yeah, let's let's get to it. So we've got. Well, people are upset about Apple uh, taking a cut, thirty percent cut, as they do in their App Store for NFT purchases, and you know that is a big cut, and it's also big news that they are going to allow NFT purchases in their apps. I mean, this is. It's a big, big percentage. I understand that. And I think it's also great progress that NFTs are going to be allowed to be purchased in apps. It's absolutely huge. You could be angry or not, but the underlying value here, let's like be honest. Like, I don't know the, the full detail of it, but there's many like side doors this opens up. Let's say, for instance, <laughs> you can mint for fractions of a whatever. And then, by the way, if you want to transfer or do anything with it, that opens up the monetary value. Uh, yeah, it will absolutely. actually like stop this sort of like mania of like, let's do a drop and it's a one eat for our drop because this is going to be the sword that ends all swords. Like, no, you drop for nothing. You add value. And then suddenly the secondary market, you pick it up. So stop with this, like, let me get my money up front type of development, but rather... You deliver value and then you get, then you get your reward. So I don't see any, look, I, I can be angry. I can pull the card of, um, 
whoever it is on Fortnite that, you know, the Epic games that are like rallying against them nonstop, like fine. But I'm excited about the underlying meaning here of like NFTs being adopted into the game layer of the iOS platform. That is a big thing. Big thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think there's a ton of potential to give away or, or sell cheap NFTs that are even tickets to, uh, to maybe other NFTs, you know, minting passes, things like that. Uh, the founder of Digi Daiku, who's uh, we've talked about recently raised a lot of uh, money. And as that project went up to 10 ETH or something, he's been big on the, the free to, uh, free to play, free to own model. And I, you know, he said that this is a great opportunity, just being able to, to get to many more people and offer free NFTs. I mean, that's amazing. So this is, this is big time progress. All right, moving on here. We've got the Artblocks uh, Fidenza creator, uh, I to say Fidenza creator, uh, Tyler Hobbs had his new QQL project and we mentioned that it was going to uh, be a Dutch auction. It went for a lot. Uh, these went for about 17,000 uh, each, which was uh, 13 e 14 ETH at the time. Uh, sorry, about 18,000. Um, so that raised a total of 17 million in that sale. There are 999 sold. Now, these are pieces that you can actually customize. As we uh, talked about, you can go to the qql.art site and play around with this. It's a really great way to, to just kind of understand it and start playing around with generative art, um, even if you don't, don't want to, you know, purchase one of these. But really, I mean, it went more than, uh, went for a higher price than I expected. Um, especially considering how the market's been recently. Super impressive. I also, correct me if I'm wrong here, there's a different piece in this contract, which is a royalty for the person who creates the actual right. art. Now, it's a generator, right? right? Royalty you created then. the art. The royalty, now this is just fascinating and expect to see this layer. I go on, I create my like big, small circle thing with blue background, blah, blah, blah. I press mint on this. I sell it. The next person sells it. I, as I understand it in the contract, put a pause on that. I'm going to get 3% or 2% of that going forward. Any times it's sold. Yeah. Pretty interesting that the creator actually gets a piece of this and the royalties have been a bit of a controversy or at least made a point by, uh, by the platform X2Y2, uh, their contract was actually blocked for being able to trade these NFTs, um, because they have been, they have the ability to, for, for collectors and not pay royalties. So they wanted to build it in here, that you would not be able to trade there. Um, you know, I, of course, I could see that you could just move them around to, you know, they can set up a different contract and, and put a, you know, some sort of wrapper uh, on this. It's like a, it's like a see who's, whose wall or ladder's higher kind of game, right? They're like, yeah, oh, I'm but block it, that, but they're just like, all right, I think it's the like, like you know, at, at least the initial trading where, you know, generally there is a surge of trading right away and then it's much slower afterward. You know, that was blocked in the immediate uh, aftermath of the, the minting. So. Interesting that that was part of it. You know, Tyler Hobbs uh, said that it was partly due to the fact that the creators are getting the royalties. Mm. Um, you know, he's also got his own uh, NFT or sorry, uh, digital art or sorry, generative art marketplace. Jeez, you know, am I new to this? Um, <laughs> archipelago, archipelago art. So I'm sure you know he would prefer that people use that marketplace. Um, 
as I've seen, it's mostly been open sea uh, for trading. Uh, you uh, you didn't get your hands on one of these. I'm sure you were watching though. I was watching, you know, but I, I kind of made my mind up to to go for the other uh, the other pieces for the uh, that Mexico City collection that I mentioned. Oh gosh, uh, it's it's really cool and also interesting to see that new tech. Like, sure, two things here: one, the new tech, which is fascinating, but also like that was a lot of money. I was just we were just talking about the other week how there's been like crickets since Moonbirds in terms of a big, massive show of proof of liquidity and interest. It's there. It's absolutely there. Yeah, I think it's it's changed a bit, but that is good to see. And I think we'll see a lot of other projects launch with similar models to this. So I think that's been one of the exciting things about this project launching. Yeah, it could be trouble for X2Y2 if you had like a, a way of blocking that in contract in a variable such that you could continue to like add whatever the, the workaround they have is dynamically into your, your contract, like sort of like a blacklist variable control on where it could be traded. Like I'm sure that's codable. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, absolutely. So yeah, we'll see what happens. We're going to see all sorts of developments in, in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, so next we've got, well, have you been sharing your, your NFTs on, on your meta platform accounts yet? <laughs> anybody have, uh, for anybody can now share their nfts on facebook and instagram i guess it was limited beforehand i didn't quite realize that i i assumed everybody had access before um but I, you know again I, I it's not huge in my own world but i think this is big in that people are more exposed to this just more more people seeing that nfts are already legit uh <laughs> technology and not just a scam i think that is is positive i'll honestly say i will never do this i would be so embarrassed if like my cousins or like even friends saw the level of degen of my eth account like i don't even tell them honestly about this podcast which is weird because you, you wouldn't have to do that much googling to put the dots together but i feel as though there's still a very much a world where the people that participate in NFT communities collecting and Discord uh, are totally fine with having like that sort of like feet persona and your social persona, your web, we'll call it web two persona and web three persona. Uh, for me, ne'er two shall, the, shall they meet because <laughs> I just don't want to explain to like my uncle Steven like why I bought like a thousand dollar horse. Like it just, it would, the conversation wouldn't go well. So we're just going to have to age out of web two and eventually that all will be left is mostly stable. The web three version of George. Oh, I'm going to punt that for future, uh, <laughs> future web three problems. All right. So I guess maybe in other, uh, related web two, web three congruence, we've got a fantasy NFT trading league. You've talked about how your, your fantasy football friends make fun of you for your NFT trading. Now there's fantasy NFT trading. Can you introduce them to NFTs that way? Well, my fantasy team is losing so bad that I feel like I need to join a different league. So this might be it. I'm curious how the game dynamics work here, but it's the, it's, you know, it's gamifying. In the right way, I think uh, it's 
Registration is currently open. It began October 3rd, so this is definitely open. Uh, Looks good. Yeah. I mean, I think it's actually a great way to, to start playing with NFTs and trading them without actually committing your money. See how poorly you'll, you'll fare before doing it. Much like the, you know, stock trading game. Um, you know, you can see how badly you'll do without actually putting your own money on the line. Oh, it's, it's a flip fantasy. Oh, free to play NFT paper trading competition. Now I get it. So you're in here sort of like buying fake seeds and like, let me put together a portfolio and then I could bet on it. Then I can bet on it. I mean, I I think it is an interesting idea, you know, different way to get people involved without necessarily spending money. You know, we know that that can be a hindrance, even if you do have interest in a project. So, you know, it's another way to maybe get people looking at, at some of the high end projects and involved with them without directly owning them. No, this so is excellent. NFT. This is flip.xyz. I didn't fully get the game here. This is brilliant. I, I'm all about this. Although I can see myself getting super frustrated. Like this is exactly where every one of my picks would be spot on. I would just be like perfectly catching the, the bottoms and nailing the tops and be like, this is easy. Now let me bring it to the real end. It's like, I'm actually, I have to I come back around. I'm nervous about doing it because I don't know if I could handle the emotional tax that would be doing well in this game. Oh, man, you're actually scared to do well. <laughs> Based on what you just talked about with your fantasy football league, you I'm know, due. Not. I am due. I am due. Uh, uh, all right. One last headline. Move this around a bit. One more ARPWOX news item. Uh, they have announced a big shift to their how they're releasing projects in the past, they had uh, their curated, their factory and playground releases. Factory and curated are being hired in a way and moved into uh, Art Blocks Presents. They're going to keep the curated, but they're ending this uh, initial part as, I don't know if they call it season one, but a, a, they're, they're not going to season, they're, they're going to curate it. They're just going to do curated running ones throughout uh, the year. So a little bit different. I do think that, um, it's a good thing to shift it a bit and, and they've learned over time what they're, uh, how to bring their projects out. And I think it was a little confusing for people having all of the different project types. So it's a little easier now to just have the curated and other projects. Um, and yeah, full disclosure, I've been involved with them. So, you know, I do a little more interested in maybe the, uh, the general, uh, collector. Okay. Artblox will decide new projects deserve the presents collection. So they're merging the old Z and the new Z's. The factory plus the curated. Oh boy. Uh, factory, plus, factory plus playgrounds. So curated will. Oh, and curated is still curated. Okay. 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 Yeah. So right. So, right. I was I nervous for a second that like curated was going to like drop in value. I was like, oh, you're going to mix all the stuff together. No, no. I think it actually makes curated a little more, uh, distinguished from the others at this point without having three different ones curated versus everything else. Yeah. Well, I think I am bullish on picking up underpriced curated projects off our blocks during a down market. I think that's still, I think that's still a smart play. Asterisk. I'm using the word smart to pick up JPEGs while the economy is burning down, but smart play. He's where his guests are listening now. All right. We have a project here this week. It's actually one we have talked about in the 
has its the Bankless DAO token. Now, we've talked about this because they have definitely hinted or they've asked enough questions about NFTs from, from other creators. Uh, they, they asked a lot from, about Kevin Rose's uh, proof collection. They've asked others and they've definitely hinted at the idea of releasing their own NFT. Uh, and I think they just had another podcast recently. I have not yet had a chance to listen to it, but another one with Gary V dropped some hints there as well. Uh, I think you had a chance to listen to that, right, George? Yeah, and they've been dropping other hints along the way. Very curious. I think they're going to be dropping. Here it is. There's nothing officially announced, but the things we say on this podcast tend to like manifest in reality with oddly accurate results. So this year, I believe, they will launch something of an NFT, at least announce it. And if I were them, based on their conversations with Kevin Rose, now also Gary V, it would be one, something that is given to uh, the DAO holders, DAO members, which is, I think you mean 35,000 bank token, currently trading at a wildly affordable uh, 0.008 cents. Uh, it's definitely like down. I, I know that I, I've brought this up many times, but I think I'm starting to see the, the, the writing on the walls that they would launch an NFT. I think they would deliver value. They have access to many celebrities and could do, um, I, I think they care enough about the community that it would be something they would deliver value on. So there's the, you know, me pumping my own bags for the record. I have, um, I have bank token and I have, I'm a, I'm a member of that DAO. I think you do too. I don't actually know that I do. I'm going to need to check that I do have that for the record. That's about 280 bucks uh, at the 35,000 tokens for at 0.008. So definitely in the affordable range at this point Um, and better time to to buy than than maybe when we first talked about it in terms of price. So that's that's good if you haven't acted on it yet. Yeah, if you have not already listened to me, I'm going to be lost there. But I, I do hear them talking about it, and I think there, there are strong signals that it'll exist. Whether or not that actually affects the price, to be seen. All right. Well, let's get into our, our topic. We'll start this off with this news item. Uh, this is a art collector millionaire, Martin Mubarak. Mubarak. Uh, so he recently... In August, burned a Frida Kahlo painting, a physical Frida Kahlo painting, um, taped him or recorded himself. Taped, I think I'm definitely aging myself by saying that. Uh, yeah, uh, recorded himself um, burning this piece as he was supposed to be putting it onto the blockchain. Um, this is a, it was valued at about $10 million. He's now being investigated by the, uh, by some Mexican authorities for burning a cultural artifact. Um, his idea was that he was actually preserving it by essentially burning the physical item and creating digital items. That's definitely part of the topic here. You know, it's an interesting idea. We've heard of other people doing this, of other works being uh, burned and uh, NFTs being generated. And the idea is that they're being moved onto the blockchain. Um, You know, I've been, I think I've I've said in the past that I I have a hard time completely uh, going for that one. Um, You know, to me, it needs to be generated on from 
from the start, it kind of needs to be on the blockchain for it to be a true NFT to me. Otherwise, it's somewhat of a replicant of a different piece. I'm curious to hear what your take is on that, though, George. Yeah. I don't love destroying famous works of art by by artists that are dead, actually. I think if you're a living... Like, it's weird. Follow me, though. If the artist is still alive, <clears throat> they can still work within the bounds of what's happening with the medium of their art. There's also not necessarily like a fixed finite amount of their ability to create that art going forward and they can see like and play with it. So a Darian Hurst is a different story in my mind. I know we're going to cover that in a second. Who's actively doing it versus Frida Kahlo, <clears throat> whose you know, original work we still may learn more about. There may be more analysis of the paint, the texture, the nuance of, of that painting and I don't love the idea of saying like that preserves it forever. Like it doesn't. What's more and it frustrates me is like you could have just done this anyway. You could have vaulted that and been like no no one's eyes will ever go on to this painting again because we're locking it in a like a dark boot or something. And then issue the the same type of NFTs. Because it's no longer like asset backed. Uh it seems it's a dangerous stunt. I don't I don't love it. However, we'll see what the market, like, here's the answer. The market will show us. Do these, because he's, he's creating, then I think it says like 10,000, uh, 10,000 unique copies of Phantasmonis Sinistros. And, ugh, I don't know. Frida yeah, yeah, we'll go check out. Excuse me, Frida obviously didn't put these on the block to see this. I mean, to me, it would, be similar to to someone i don't know taking a, a you know great reproduction of a piece and and you know putting it in a laser show i mean that's that's something but it's not the same at all it's not what the artist created and it's you know it may look similar but it's not <clears throat> the same piece um you know we've got another article here another headline that's Banksy works to be released as NFTs on Maker's Place. So this is another one where this isn't Banksy actually releasing NFTs. This is, um, oh, I'm sorry. I think maybe I am misunderstood this one. I think this may actually be original NFTs. I, I thought that this was um, someone that was moving uh, original Banksy physical pieces onto the blockchain. I know we have seen that in the past. Those were, were not actually authorized. Um, so this is actually a little bit more interesting if they are, um, authorized by the artist. That's a big part to me. The author, did the artist actually put it on the blockchain to the artist authorize it? That is part of the medium and the artists have to create something on the medium. Uh, I mean, on that medium that exists, if they aren't doing it originally, I don't see how you can do that after the fact. I mean, certainly when you burn a, a $10 million, you know, I don't think that maybe the value doesn't really matter, but I don't see the purposely burning it. I think you could have a record of it. You could, you know, try to do different things that, that preserve it on the blockchain. I also don't see, I don't think we should look at the blockchain as sort of my adversary to physical items. It, you know, we don't want to think that we have to destroy physical goods in order for things to exist on the blockchain. I don't see those as, um, as, as necessary on either side. Yeah. It's not a replacement. Um, can it be fully transformed? Like our, our theme here is can physical artwork be fully transformed into NFTs? It can be. I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, that is possible. I'm not saying it should be. 
Yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, does it hold value to you? I mean, those, those, that NFT won't hold, would it hold no value to me? Um, is it, you know, because it's trying to, it's, it's somebody else. It's a collector that's now trying to, I, I mean, it's doing it because he's trying to make money off of this. I don't think it's really to, yeah. to preserve. You know what those value. Frida, the Frida ones are going for three ETH each. That's are they not going for that? No, I haven't seen a single purchase of one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, you can ask whatever you want, but um, until we see the, the demand, you know, I'm very skeptical that, that that's going to be worth it. I mean, you know, it's, it, it went from a, you know, a pretty much unattainable type of piece to just something that now anyone can get on the blockchain for, for three ETH. And, you know, I don't see those as, as at all similar. Yeah, no, especially if you create that many versions of it, I guess. It's sort of weird. But where I, I guess I would come at it is that it will have a physical feel to it if I can prove ownership and display it in a normalized setting going forward. So not right now, but, you know, I've seen your setup and it's on a TV. It's cool. It looks like pretty great. I think those are going to get better. <clears throat> I also believe there'll be like ways of like freezing your NFT into some of these and like permanently marrying them. And it'll you'll it, it will look to your eye as it does physical you can prove that you own it like i i begin to sort of blur on the fact that like that is what ownership is of a painting like i have a physical painting on the wall i'm lo like looking at it in the background here uh what is the difference between that and a very great screen that also i can prove with ownership that i own it right it's a certified oh you have the sure ownership i love that I think then what if that's that physical piece is in a vault and there are, you know, there are a hundred owners of it and you do have, you could show this some way. I think that's interesting. Yeah. The piece, the piece still exists. I think once you destroy, I don't, I don't love the destroying it. You know, maybe it's, this <laughs> is my, this is my, I don't know, my, my, my need to, to have something back backing the the physical of the the digital good for some reason but you know it's because it's not originally a digital good i think that's that's where my problem with this is well it betrays the attention the intention of the artist how about that if it betrays yeah. the intention of the artist i don't think you can call that a one-for-one -one good or even version of it you you've essentially done the right click save as in some essence right like you're yeah, like, I have I a, I have a great copy of something that used to be. It, 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 this was not part of the art. It wasn't. Yeah, art. I think that really is what it is. I mean, you, right? Like that's what we're, you can't have an artist's work that wasn't alive when, <laughs> when blockchain was created and have their work here and have it be legit in, a, in my mind. Um, you know, and I think it's somewhat delegitimizes like the artists that are creating and were the early ones here. These are the artists that are, are using this medium. And there's the, you know, we don't look at, say, and take photo when there were, when cameras came out, we didn't just take photos of great paintings and say, look, I put it into, into photo format. It'll be well, forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you may have, but that's not really what the artist was doing when they painted this and put all of the work into, you know, the brush strokes that went along with the, you know, I mean, everything that goes into it and the medium is always part of. Oh, the art, I think, and, you know, whether I think we're seeing art and the creator has, has expanded greatly for what we used to think, but it, now people, when they do publish it, I mean, they, they know what they're doing with it. You can't just decide later that, 
you're going to put a piece of art. And I think it's somewhat misunderstanding the idea of um, what NFTs are. NFT doesn't just mean a, a, a picture of art and, and that's what it is. I think, we're, you know, I, I hope that we're getting beyond that, uh, that's kind of simple understanding a little bit and, and people are playing with the, the technology part of this and they can have pictures on them. Those are, those are, those are two different things in a way, but, but, you know, just having a picture and art isn't really, that's, that's kind of missing a big part of the point of NFTs to me. What is that? There's a, there is like fractional art ownership of like real artwork, like, but then you run into right? Yeah, masterworks. You run into some serious SEC problems at that point. Like you knew not past the Howey test. Right. You run, you run right down the alley on that. And you're like, no, no, no. This is <laughs> pointing to an asset that I expect to appreciate. I have bought it with expectation appreciation. You are yeah. Howie, Howie, Howie NFT on that. Ooh, is that a, uh, an ENS name you're suggesting? <laughs> Well, gonna go check it. No, I think all the normal <laughs> names have been taken, but yeah, I'm gonna go check that. Of course I am. I'm sure it's taken. Insert waiting. This is the problem. And this is how I end up these weird things. Ooh, there's an expiration date coming up. Yeah, no, it's not available. All right. Anything else to add on the physical art conversation? No, I don't think I've got anything else right now. And, you know, I think we're going to see more people try this out. And I'm going to keep following this one along because I'm feeling that guy's not uh, headed back to, to vacation in Mexico anytime soon on it. No. And I genuinely hope he's left with only ashes and a barren, barren each contract to like really, cons- I, I think just send the message. If this, here's the problem. Here's the real problem. You essentially, you set up a way of, People destroying classic works on the hope of hope of profit. And that's just okay. the dumb. It's a dumb. Yeah. All right. Here, I do have something else. You know, if, if we are doing that, <laughs> we, we actually call into question more of the legitimacy of the art at that point. I mean, yes, he video, you know, he, he videoed himself burning this. But once we start destroying the work, it's a lot harder to know if that's a legit nft or not when we i mean and when the creator when the artist makes it we can trace that back and say hey that's their wallet that put this contract out interacted with this and we can see that we can trace the whole history of it there aren't these questions we're not even looking for a physical good that's very understood from the start you destroy them who knows where the you know where the the genesis point is really for that piece we have nothing to look at at that point yeah great all right. That's all I've got to say now. That's all I got to say about that. Please leave us a rating as a reminder. Clearly, this is not financial advice. We're talking about burning art, putting it on the blockchain. Don't do that. Don't burn your art. That's advice. Oh, though. Maybe not bad. Yes. Actually, you know what? That's sound, that's sound advice. <laughs> Follow that. Don't, re- don't burn a Frida Kahlo. All right. With that, see you out there. Good luck. Bye, right. George. This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.